My wife says hi, Sam. Hi, Becky. Oh, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I saw this clip on TikTok. You know, Taylor Swift was in town. You never would have heard. Uh, I did know she was in town. (laughs) Um, I actually, I last minute found out she was in town and I tried getting tickets. Tried. Yeah. But then I saw the prices and I didn't try as hard. You're not going to pay six grand for tickets to see Taylor Swift? For nosebleed seats behind the stage. (laughs) You're a millennial farmer. You're not sitting in the back row. I was <laughs> definitely going to be in the back row at that price. But couldn't you have like, couldn't you have used your like celebrity clout? to, you know? Yeah, just, you got, you have enough clout. Like, you could probably get tickets. Just like, call Taylor. Just DM her. Yeah, or you might have a <laughs> phone number. Huge I don't know. Swifty. Taylor, it's Zach. <laughs> you don't even have to say your last name. <laughs> Looking for tickets. Uh, <laughs> I prefer backstage. <laughs> but I saw this video uh, where Taylor Swift was, it must have been an old video, but it was like a clip on TikTok where she was doing her impression of like a Minnesota mom. That, that the deer story. Yes. Yeah. She it's sounds really funny. Exactly like Becky. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, and time, I didn't want to hit that deer because then I would have had to deal with that. <laughs> and th- this dang deer. The first time I saw that, I thought it was like a bad lip reading thing. Like they put they somebody else it. did the voice yeah, over yeah. something she was saying. But then I found out that, no, that was actually her impression. She did really well. It wasn't bad. No. She never even fell out of character. No. that's She's just a talent. What can you say? She yeah. is. All around. Yeah. Did, she got more popular again, right? Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. Like, she was this, really popular, what, 15 years ago? No, sooner than that. It was like... 10? Yeah, probably. No, no, no. Like, 2000, I think her first album came out when I was in high school. Like yeah, she but, was 17, and so, yeah, it would have been, so it would have been, like, 2006, 2007. Yeah, and then she was really popular when I was in high school. Which was, like, six okay. years ago? <laughs> actually, yes. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. I felt like I didn't hear that much about her for, I mean, she was who she is. She was Taylor Swift. She was famous, but I didn't hear that much about her until now. Yeah, I think with this latest album and her Eros tour. I think it's been called. the tour, right? Yeah. Like, is that what's doing I it? I think so. It's the newest album in this tour. It has to be. But did her last tour do this well? I don't, I don't know. I don't. Know. I wish I followed I it. So you don't have current T Swift statistics. I'm not a. I'm not <laughs> what not. they call a Swifty. No, you um, are. I do like you Taylor are. Swift. You're Swifty. You're closet Swifty. Kinda. I like her old <laughs> stuff. I'm kind of a. I'm a kind of a Taylor purist. Oh yeah. If you go back and listen to like the first album, sure, you're you're like you don't like that now she's sold out and all these new people are jumping on the bandwagon. I'm just old and crotchety. (laughs) Well, that happens too. But if you listen to her first album, it's very country and it's like she's got twang like in her voice. Yeah, she was definitely way more country when she first started. Like you can hear, like she's like, and just another picture to burn. (laughs) You know more songs than I do. I know a lot of them actually. Yeah. I, was, I shouldn't be letting this much on right now. <laughs> so did you get some rain finally? A little bit. Um, we had about six tenths over the last two, three days, which was supposed to be uh, like a week ago. The forecast was saying a couple inches. We ended up with six tenths out of it. The monsoon. Yeah. But it's better than nothing. But we are really dry. Well, I don't think anybody got consistent rain anywhere, right? Like, no, I, got, I have an inch, inch and a quarter at my house. Yeah, and I don't even have my rain gauge out because I forgot that you measure rain anymore. It hasn't rained in like a right. month and a half. I, I know the Dakotas, like west of us, there's some areas there they got several inches. Yeah, and we had like, if you talk like the Kibble area, you know, just yeah. southern Minnesota, it'd be like one area got four inches and then 20 miles away they got, got like nothing. seven tenths. And yeah, because it was, it was about a week and a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, I was talking to a guy by Blooming Prairie and he's like, oh yeah, I got like three inches of rain. And I was like, I got like four drops. Yeah, we haven't had three bad. inches of rain. It feels like in the last year. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of snow, but we just don't get rain anymore. Yeah. Um, well, before before we start officially start this podcast, I have to do a uh, the segment that we do when we screw up and we need to cable correction correct something that we said in the last episode <laughs> called cable corrections. You don't have to put on your radio voice for that. Yes, I do. <laughs> but the correction was on my end. Yeah, and this was, is a small thing. It was your fault. It was my fault. I don't pay attention to what I'm doing. I'm correcting it mostly because it was in the TikTok Instagram reel that I posted. That went viral. It did kind of go. That kind of went. Kind of went crazy. Like It's like 250,000 views on, on TikTok. Yeah. Um, that's mostly because people went ballistic in the comment section. But I quoted <laughs> another TikTok guy who goes by Tractor Guy. 
And I didn't know where this guy was from, but on his profile, I think I saw there's a, he has a, a Canadian Maple Leaf flag, like on his bio, on his profile. Yeah. So I just assumed he was from Canada. He never says what his real name is. He just calls himself tractor guy. Yeah. And he never says where he's from or whatever. And then people kept telling me he's not from Canada, dude. Cause I know this guy from Canada that I follow, it turns out he's from Southern Minnesota, like maybe an hour away. Yeah. I was like, well, that makes sense. He sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> but yet again, we are Canada. We went over this with Andy. Yeah. We are Canada. So correction on my part, and I don't even know, I'm not going to, somebody told me the town he's from. I'm not going to say that because I don't think he's ever said it. And I don't want to put him. I'm going to respect his uh, relative anonymity on that part <laughs> and just say he's from Southern Minnesota ish. Yeah. That'll well, be good enough. Now I'm curious what the maple leaf is about. I don't know. I don't, well, because I just was on his TikTok page last night. He was wearing Canadian maple leaf sunglasses too. Yeah. Do you know this guy? Do you know who he is or have you ever seen I know that? who he is. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, like you're not I'm not asking if you're besties or whatever, but Yeah. He's he's got I, a ton of followers on TikTok and yeah. like he's I, hilarious. Like hardly anybody knows who he is or where he's from. <laughs> <laughs> Which I appreciate that. Like good work. He puts a lot of effort into his sometimes too. Yeah. There's some mm -hmm. really funny stuff there. Yeah. Like the the obvious but not so obvious edits when he's doing something like checking the oil on a tractor, he had one. Scraping or, off the gunk on yeah. the dipstick. Yeah. The one that made me laugh the hardest was when he, uh, he's like, oh, did you see that? And he jumps out of the tractor and he runs back and he goes, sometimes I find arrowheads. I find a bunch of coins out here that are really valuable. He goes, I saw something shiny. And then he digs down in the dirt and he pulls out like a case emblem and he goes, oh, never mind. And he goes back down. And then he turns and goes, oh, look, a penny. <laughs> he goes, I just made my day. Uh, that one got me to gut laugh. And at least he, he picks on everything. Yes. Yeah. Like, so he, all winter he was picking on mostly Polaris snowmobiles. And he, like, he'd just go back and forth and he'd pick on everybody. So yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. It's not like me. I don't pick on deer enough, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Shame bad, on you. Big bad Wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's, you ready to start this Hit thing? Hit that intro button. And I won't interrupt you. I'm going to try to nail this, Zach. Get ready. Right. Interrupt him. Right in the middle of it. Welcome to Everything Egg, and then some, presented by Kibble Equipment, a frequently fun, usually informative, and always tangent-filled look into the industry that feeds the world, from cutting-edge John Deere technology to the impact of social media on the agriculture industry. No topic is off-topic. How's that? I, I think you did well. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you did really well. <laughs> Again, all my willpower not to interrupt you. <laughs> He railroads me every time. Every time. I, I wanted to, to but I, I didn't want to be that guy. That would have been, I felt like it might have been one of those instances where you make the joke, the obvious joke in front of your wife, and she, you just know she doesn't think it's, it's not going to be funny. You know you before you say it. You have to say it. Yeah. yeah. Most of your that's what she said jokes, probably. Probably. She knows they're coming before I say them, and I know she's not going to like them, but I have to do it anyway. You can't help it. Yeah. But this time I did. I didn't you, interrupt you. You wouldn't be true to yourself if you didn't, you know? That's and right. that's what matters. Right. Um, so we are sitting in my garage. Yep. I'm on the table saw. There is no boss man, Chris at this episode, Nope. but it is Sam and other Sam. Correct. And then we haven't introduced our special guest yet, uh, which here I can do that quick. I'm going to do a good intro for you. Oh, nice. Oh, our special book. guest with over 1 million subscribers on the YouTube, the egg influencing race car driving father of three, but farmer to millions. The millennial farmer himself, Zachary Archibald Johnson the third. Is there like a lasers now? Like there. pew pew pew. There oh, there we go. The applaud button. There you go. I'm not great at the button bar. <laughs> you were quick on that one. I don't even remember what they are half the time. Um, but yeah, a lot of people don't actually know what your full name is. It's Ar Archibald. Yeah, middle yeah. name Archibald the Johnson the third. Yeah, which is funny because your dad's <laughs> name is Nate. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, so Zach is the millennial farmer. Uh, if there's like, I think if we had maybe of the you know several people, several dozens that might listen to this podcast, <laughs> maybe one of them might not know who you are. Yeah. So why don't you give a little background? Like, give us your, like, one-minute autobiography, just in case anybody's, like... Elevator talk. Who's the millennial the, farmer? The elevator speech. Where, where do I start that? Uh, let's... Gosh. Why don't you, you start uh, in 1985? <laughs> <laughs> 84. Oh, you're born in 84? Yeah, but I wouldn't really remember anything till 85, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's when um, you really hit your stride. Right. That's when everybody <laughs> starts to remember stuff at about that six to eight months old area. Uh, sixth generation farmer, West Central Minnesota, right now farming full time just with dad. So there's only two of us on the farm full time. Um, living on the farm, my wife and I bought the house from my parents here five years ago. Standard corn and soybean farm. We don't have livestock right now. We did when I was younger. We had cattle and hogs on the farm, but dad sold those off when I was probably 10 years old. They might have been gone even before that, but I, I remember them being there. Uh, and in 2016, I started uh, the YouTubes uh, where I call myself the MN Millennial Farmer. I've tried to make it just Millennial Farmer now. Just I've seen that's, that. That's a little bit more broad. You're not very proud of the state you live in? or <laughs> It's, just, it's not, just a mouthful. Yeah. Well, not not particularly, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the time. Uh, but it's just, it's more broad, you know, when you just go with millennial farmer, you're yeah, not I know. pinpointing an area. Yep. Yeah, actually, uh, I was introduced to you back in, it was probably 2017-ish, early 2018. Uh, I think the first time I met you is when I went out to your place, I was working for deer. I was a tillage rep and my brother-in-law came to me and said, have you heard of this uh, Minnesota millennial farmer guy? And I said, I, I have not. What does he do? Like, is he on Facebook or what? Like, I don't even think Instagram was, I, I didn't even like use Instagram at the time. And he goes, no, he's on YouTube. And I go, what does he do? And he goes, well, he just videos himself farming. And I go, okay. <laughs> and I go, All so right. what's, what's his bit? Like, uh, he's like, well, you got to just check him out, man. He like, he videos himself farming. I go, okay, that's, I get that part. But like, why does he have, he's like, he's got a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. And I was like, geez, that's a lot for a guy that videos himself farming. Right. So I watched some of your videos and I was like, okay, I get it. Like you got a good bit. You got a good personality. There's inside jokes there. It's well edited, you know, like, and it's kind of just like a look into a farm life. And so I don't know, people latched onto it. Uh, even my dad latched onto it. I didn't even know he knew how to run YouTube. So every time I come home, he's like, did you see Zach's new video? I'm like, I, I got to catch up, dad. <laughs> did you tell him about it or did he find it? He, no, I don't know if he found it on his own necessarily. I, he, he definitely became a big fan. I think like one of the first videos that you and I did together. And then okay. he was, then he was locked in. Yeah. Cause his son was on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he was like, how much of an idiot is he going to make our family look like? <laughs> He's Turns got, out it's pretty bad. Yeah, it is pretty bad. Sorry. The Paulson name has been mostly ruined by me. Yeah. But I met you in 2018. You bought a new field cultivator. So I went out there and I gave you some hats and you were like, nobody from John Deere's ever come on giving me anything. You're the first one. <laughs> I do remember that. I had never gotten a hat from John Deere before. But at the time, like the social media influencer thing with the egg realm specifically was very new. Mm -hmm. So I don't think John Deere really knew what to do with you. And But you were getting pretty big and it was like, it was a topic of conversation all over. I was in a video and then like all my dear colleagues were like, oh my God, you met Zach. What's he like? Is, is he really, is he actually a cool guy? Or is he like, that just does that for the camera. I was like, no, he's the same dude, I guess. <laughs> I really can't fake it. You don't like put on a show or anything. It's no. exactly the same on camera as off, I, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I'm not talented enough to come up with anything special. Yeah, you say, you know, the, the you're the actor, actor that plays Millennial Farmer or whatever, but yeah, pretty much the same dude. Yeah, it's actually just me. Unless you, unless you have a twin. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Zachary Archibald Johnson the, the fourth. That the wouldn't fourth. make any no. sense. <laughs> so this was like five years ago. Yeah. And then I'm going to, I'm not going to make this sound too, uh, you know, gushy, but you did kind of change the direction of my career. Because when I saw what, I was in one video with you and then I started showing up to farms and people knew who I was. And you immediately started calling me Tillage Man Sam. I didn't call myself that. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry told, about that. That's fine. It, it, <laughs> it's it, stuck. It it's does, to this day. It people still, still call me tillage man, Sam. But that's, then I, that's when I was like, man, this is cool. Like how much reach that you have. And that's kind of what you started out to do, right? was like just kind of inform people about what actually goes on on farms. Yeah. And from, especially from the standpoint of somebody our age who gets a lot of crap. And that's why you went with Millennial Farmer, at least I think. It's kind of what you told me in the past. That's where I was like, you can have some reach with this social media thing if you can you know, figure out how to do it. I still haven't figured it out, but I'm trying. Yeah, well, a lot of people are trying. I don't have it figured out either, but it's working out. Because I get asked all the time, like, what's the, what's the secret? How do you get the views? You know, what do you do? What are you using for keywords and X, Y, Z, whatever? I don't know. I just I don't do think my you, thing. You don't try that hard. 
But no, no. My wife is pretty good at like titles and thumbnails, which I think are the biggest things. Yeah. And she was on keywords right away when, when it started to blow up. And she did a lot of research trying to figure out those kinds of things, algorithms and statistics and everything. And I think now we've both just said, well, as long as it's a decent title and thumbnail and the videos don't suck too much, that, like that's, that's all we worry about. Yeah, and you're like the Taylor Swift of farming. So <laughs> back to back to T Swift. Oh, I've never been called that. I've been called the Bob Ross of farming and the uh, Kardashian of farming, but never Ooh. never T Swift. Well, you're in a new echelon now. It, you crossed wow. the million mark. You'd, you'd call it a new era. Oh my god! Oh, oh I see what you did there. Bingo! You're, you're you're hot right now. Yep. Keep it going. <laughs> I'm gonna need more of that from you. <laughs> yeah. Would that be? Would Would Taylor Swift be leveling up? Or, or, or down from the Kardashians and Bob Ross? Definitely up. Up? I mean, you know, RIP Bob Ross. Wait, yeah. who, how did you get called the Bob? Oh, it was from a magazine article, yeah, that right? Was, ironically, that was a men's health article. Yeah, because I'm trying to... Okay, and I remember now, it was a, a lady whose husband watched you, and he like was from the cities, not these cities, probably like New York City or something. Yeah. But just sat on his couch and watched a guy farm, and she was like, what? are you doing (laughs) i I get that comment a lot about it's relaxing for people for some reason yeah i I think it's your soothing baritone voice it must be yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a mix between t swift and jesus i think so you you're the let's go with that you're the voice of a generation yeah (laughs) (laughs) um have you ever do you ever sit down and think about the fact that and i don't think you do but I think you're the f- most famous farmer in the world. Is that weird to you? Am I all? Uh, that's, a, that's a safe thing to say. Name yeah. another one. You yeah. think so? Oh, yeah. I know. I don't sit and think about that. It'd be, well, you should, you should just go with it and pretend you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all the time. Because I think people that don't like you probably see, they're like, he probably just sits on a throne of $100 bills and counts his coins <laughs> like Scrooge McDuck. on a throne of lies. <laughs> Sometimes I do that, too. <laughs> I just, I just have a YouTube money room. Where <laughs> <laughs> just, just roll around in it. Pete Google just delivers it every week in a briefcase. <laughs> you have one of those mini stand on skid steers just to push it into a pile. <laughs> oh, great. More of this. <laughs> but that's, I was thinking about that when I was, I was talking to my neighbors who didn't know who you were, you know, and because they live in Apple Valley, they don't farm or nothing. And uh, I was like, I mean, I think, you know, he's probably the most famous farmer in the world. Honestly. Like, now it's kind of weird. You know, I, now I feel like I'm friends with the, the most famous farmer the, in the world. I don't the know if Zach biggest. would claim me as a friend, but <laughs> <laughs> I pretend. Are we, are we allowed to be friends? Now we are. Yeah. Oh, we're good now. Now we are. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't have quite as many rules as I used to. Now, yeah. You live in a gray area. No one actually knows what I do. Well, that's the way it should be, right? <laughs> yeah. And you can stay in that gray area. Uh, but you used to do a podcast. I did. Or is it still, you still do the podcast? No, kind of. well, we... Like two months ago, I would have said kind of, but now it doesn't seem like we really do it. I, we haven't done one in over a year. I was just looking back. I think it was like June 28th of 2022. Yeah, that was, sounds right. Was the last one. And the thing that made me laugh when I looked it up, because I wanted to see when the last one you did was, uh, the title of the podcast is called, We're Back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were for an hour or two. And then we're gone again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fun podcast. I mean, we still have everything all set up. It's still sitting there, but... We just, it just hasn't been prioritized. Yeah. Well, it's hard too. Like I found this out because I didn't, three months ago, I had, I didn't know how to record a podcast. I didn't know what equipment I needed. Right. No idea. I was like, I don't know anything about it. I mean, you know, you're in trouble when your Google searches, how do I record a podcast? (laughs) No idea. Where do I post a podcast? That's how I started with YouTube. Yeah. And the podcast. I mean, Becky, I told Becky, because we had talked about doing a podcast for a while and I told her. I wanted to do it as something that was fun because everything else had turned into a job. Yeah. Like my YouTube hobby turned into a job. And then suddenly I was feeling like Instagram and Facebook are more of a job. Everything I did was a job and I wanted to sit down and BS with people and not have it be a job, but I didn't have time to do that. So she was kind of interested in doing, I said, well, then if you figure it out, I'll show up and talk. Yep. And she did. She ordered all the stuff and figured it out. And I don't, we had, we had a lot of fun Well, we did it. It's just been put on the back burner. And I remember, and I think a lot of people like this is like you get, and you, I think people like this about your TikTok account too. You always get comments like, it's weird to hear millennial farmers swear, you know, <laughs> you cussing with me, you cussing. <laughs> but that was the pot. You, I think you had a podcast before you had a TikTok. 
And yes. uh, so the podcast was the first time where you got the unbuttoned. That's when the what's when the actor that plays Millennial Farmer, Farmer became Zach Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And that was part of it too. That's what I told Becky from the beginning. I, I, I we're just going to let people know from the beginning that this is not the YouTube channel. You know, the YouTube channel I keep it pretty PG so everybody can watch. Yeah. But with the podcast, it clearly was not that. <laughs> it did. I think it has. Especially ex- if you have Randy on there, it's got the explicit <laughs> rating. Yes, I would say it would have the explicit rating. I'm trying to avoid that on this one. So Sam swears a lot, but I have to. That means just more. Editing uh, no, for not me. that often. <laughs> Give me a break. But uh, I think, yeah, I was just going to bring that up because I think there's probably a lot of people. A lot of people reached out to me to ask, like, is the is X still going to do the podcast? I really miss that podcast. And then I'll be like, Have you heard this podcast? <laughs> bring quick, him over. Quick plug. <laughs> It's a quick way to get your, your plug in. Do you have an everything egg uh, social media for itself? No. 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 We're just using Kibble's account. using your name. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the way to do it. Yeah. The, the, off, the slightly more off-color stuff I put on my own account because I don't have to worry about that one as much. And then the stuff that's a little more on-brand, I put on the Kibble yeah. equipment social yeah. media page because I'm, I'm a big driver of the content on the Kibble one. And then I have my own social media, and I was like... I don't need to start a whole nother page. I don't need three pages right. to to have to Jumble provide content for. I can around. barely keep up with two. Yeah, because it's not my job is not social media guy for kibble. Even though I think a lot of people, a lot of people assume that it's a. I'd say it's, it's like a, half my it's job. A, it's a good portion, but, but it's not all of it. I, I got a lot of other stuff to do too. Yeah. Just like Zach's got a farm. It's not all just playing up for the camera. Like Sometimes. you throw the, you throw the camera down every once in a while, and you're just like, I just gotta get something done here and not have to worry about it. Yeah, and those are awesome days. Yeah. It's it's weird, like just carrying the camera around. It's really it's not like it's a ton of work, but it's always in your mind whenever anything's going on. When you start doing something on the farm, you got to transition to another thing. Yet you, you have to remember you're doing a video and figure out how to transition that on camera. Like, what was the last clip? How do I roll from that into this? You know, you, once in a while, you got to stick the camera to something and get a view of something that you wouldn't have to worry about right. otherwise. So. Yeah. It is definitely, and it's an additional pain in the neck. And that's, and you're always having to think about, okay, I should have this on camera or should I, like you're trying to formulate things like, okay, I'm going to put this on camera. I got to say this. And like, it's just right. a whole nother thought process you've got to have going all the time. Yeah, it which is. Which is exhausting. Your brain's a muscle. It is. And mine isn't very large. So. No, not a lot of capacity. It's <laughs> <No. laughs> not a lot there. It just ends up running high RPM. Is this the first podcast you've done since you crossed the 1 million threshold on YouTube? I guess you did the Drinking Bros yeah, podcast. Yeah. Drinkin I don't Bros remember how recently. It was a while ago, wasn't it? I did the Drinking Bros. That I'm pretty sure I had passed a million at that time. I'm, I guess I'm not positive. It would have been close. It would have been close. Well, well we're going to take that title just, anyway. We're just the first podcast yeah, after a million. We'll they take didn't it. take it. They maybe had their chance. So We'll put it on tape that we want to say congratulations on crossing the million subscriber threshold hit that button you've been working on that for quite some time i know so hit the button again hit the button again oh wait come on there we go there make them thank you thank you (laughs) and you can just let this one roll for minutes these people are loving it (laughs) filmed in front of a live audience filmed in front of a live studio audience not that's i think they took that straight out of like friends or something like that doubt that but there's (laughs) There are, like you mentioned, there are a lot of kids out there that look to you and are like, I want to be like that. Yeah, it's terrifying. I think it would be too. <laughs> yeah. I think you, I don't think you ever tried to be famous. No. You just kind of started making happened. videos and yeah. it just happened. And that's what, you can tell the people that are like trying to be a, a, an influencer on social media, like they, they really trying hard. And it's like, uh, my advice would be like, don't. Don't, I mean, don't do I, that. I guess you got to try to do it, but like, I don't, I don't think it's you're doing too much. Yeah. I think they change their personality too much. Like you just said, it's consistency is key. The more you post and the more it gets out there and the more activity it drums up, you don't have to change your whole persona and no. completely be a t- different person. And you can see the people that do that, yeah. that really force it. That like the sole reason of making that video or that piece of content, whatever it is, is just to try to gain views and try to look like somebody that maybe they aren't. Yep. And, and people pick up on that. That's why that doesn't work. Yeah, and I think that's probably why you've outpaced. I mean, you were very early, so you had the head start on a lot of people in that front, but you're, you're pretty genuine. 
you've got a very relatable story, man. That's one thing I've gotten from people that I know that know I know you. What? I, I followed. Uh, <laughs> what was so confusing about that? Because <laughs> we're of a relative same age, right? He's old. not. He's not a millennial. Yeah, so. you guys are old. I have to throw that at every podcast. He's I have to do that. You be careful about whose garage you're sitting in here. That doesn't Sam. matter. I'll go after him. I can kick that stool <laughs> over right now. <laughs> I'll just unplug his mic. Um, but like there's a lot of guys I went to high school with or whatever that are like, you know, our age trying to take over a farm, you know, a couple thousand acres, dad's transitioning, stepping, you know, stepping back little by little. You're kind of transitioning into taking over a lot of the decision making on the farm. You got the family going on. And, uh, that story in and of itself is super relatable for a lot of guys. I know that are just like, it's just like, feels like I'm watching my own farm and what I'm going through right now. So that's pretty cool. Cause they genuinely connect with you. They're not just like, I like watching videos of Zach. They're like, this guy's going through the same, mm-hmm. I was going to say S word <laughs> stuff. Do you want me, same, you want me yeah, to say it? The same stuff that I am. So I, I do think that's pretty cool. It's cool to hear that stuff too. I'm sure you hear it all the time, but. Yeah. And I, I think one of the things with the videos too, you know, I mentioned, I try to keep it PG and that's so that the kids can watch it and mom doesn't tell them, no, you can't watch that guy anymore. Cause I think when you say it's relatable, I think there's a lot of guys that'll sit down and watch it with their, with the kids Yeah, or the, or dad, you know, like when I go to a farm show, if I'm at a farm show and I'm meeting people that watch my videos, it is from little Johnny. That's two years old yep. up to grandpa and it's everybody. So it's, it, that was one thing I didn't anticipate. I didn't try for, I didn't calculate any of that. It's just the way it worked out, which I think has been really good for the channel. It's been a big key to the success, I think. Yeah. And I would bet that it's a lot of kids that, cause I've seen like, that's like, I mean, your kids are probably like this now they're of the age. They can find their own stuff to watch. They yeah. probably watch mostly YouTube, right? My kids do. Yeah. Yeah. They don't watch they me. They don't watch you. No. <laughs> right. They don't get it. They're like, no. why? <laughs> I live with this guy every day. He's not entertaining. His jokes all suck. <laughs> exactly <jokes>. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's a lot of times it's the kids that want to watch it. And then the dads get into it. Right. Yeah, I think so. Like, um, I remember we, uh, we had Larson farms at our, the farm farm fest show last year, which should, I should plug farm fest. Everybody should come to farm fest. Yeah, we got a, um, we got a big, booth we, we got year. a hell of a lineup this year. Is that um, at the Gilfill in estate? In early it, August? It is at the Gilfield on the state. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in early, yeah, August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Um, but, which, we, we, I got to talk about your uh, your bid at FarmFest, because I loved it when when I when you saw me last year, and I didn't know who you were. Yeah, it worked perfectly. <laughs> but uh, Larson Farms, they were like, when we do, because we had them there for a meet and greet, and we're going to have them there again for a meet and greet. And uh, they said, it's always the... It's always the kids that want the picture and the dad's like, I'll take the picture. And then Chad or whatever will be like, dude, come on, dad, like get over, get in the picture. And that's when the dads get all like, you know, smile ear to ear and they're all excited <laughs> and touching shoulders and shaking hands. He's like, yeah, the dads get way more excited. He's like, they always try to pretend like they're not. But. Always. Yeah. So the, the, the dads, like he's saying, they'll always come up and, oh, you know, my kid watches you all the time and I don't, I don't get in on too much of it, but you know, I liked it when you did this very specific thing and then in the next video it led to this and that. And it's like, so you're like oh, you, you do watch. You watch everything, man. <laughs> oh, I just watched, I've watched a couple videos, but like. <laughs> yeah, just here and there once in a while. You know, so at Farm Fest last year, so you got done with your appearance and then you just want to walk around the farm show, right? Yeah. Well, then one nice thing in, uh, about doing like a meet and greet deal like that is that you get to meet all those people and do it all in a controlled environment one at a time, you know, and then that's done a scheduled time, hour, two hours, whatever it is. And then hopefully then you can kind of walk around and not have to stop every five seconds and take pictures because you got most of that stuff out of the way, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. Because after that, I just honestly, I want to go look at the stuff and enjoy the farm show yeah. and take the kids to go get, go get ice cream. But I, I took my wife and kid out to uh, the front gate, you know, out to the car. And then I was coming back and this guy like takes one big lunge out into the middle of the road <laughs> and he points at me. He's just staring at me. And I was like, am I going to have to fight? I think you saw me go, <laughs> who is this? And then I, I, I like, oh, wait, Zach. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a hell of a disguise, man. I didn't even recognize you. And then yeah. I saw Becky. And I was like, it is you. Yeah, because you you kind of have like a signature look. You don't wear hats a lot. Right. Um, and 
usually I, wear the same like sunglasses. Yes. But you were wearing like, I don't know, aviators or something <laughs> and like a hat down low and a totally different yeah. shirt. And yeah. And then, and then I can walk around pretty easily. If there's one guy that recognizes me, then pretty soon there's a line of 10 people. But yep. yeah, you throw a, throw a hat on and completely different sunglasses and you don't. Now people are going to be looking out for that. So you're going to have uh, to hide. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, not enough. No. Because <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't stand out, right? Yeah. You should try being 6'10". Then, then it would be a little hard. more difficult. <laughs> yeah, you can't blend in. I'm pretending. I'm pretending like I deal with the same thing Zach does right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Try to sound cool. Well, I will say, because when I first, when you first got hired on, and I was still working in Oatana, everyone's like, "Did Tillage Man Sam start working for Cable?" I'm like, yeah. He's like, "Do you know him?" I was like, "Yeah, I work with him every day." They're like, "Oh." Is he really that tall? Yes, he's really that tall. <laughs> yeah, nobody asks, if I'm, nobody asks if I'm cool. No, like nobody, nobody cares about your personality. <laughs> is he really that tall? I go, yes, he's huge. They assume that maybe he's just wearing stilts? or what? I don't like, know. <laughs> I'm always taking video from weird camera angles. <laughs> yeah, but then, if, else then, then you brought up the light with that uh, 8RX video. When I came up from behind you, I look like a little person. You literally look oh, like yeah. you're two foot taller than me. You have, I don't know if you've seen that video or I've not. I've seen it, yeah. Oh, the the... Because we've joked about that song before, the "Kiss You All Over" song from uh, right. Billy Madison. Wait, is it, or Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. I always yeah. I get the two confused sometimes, but yeah, the one from Happy Gilmore. I wanna <laughs> kiss you all over. Is yeah. he singing it into the apartment mic thing? <laughs> uh, so we did that video, and right at the end, we have I do something with my arms, and then Sammy comes out from behind me. And <laughs> I literally look two foot shorter than him, and then all my friends saw it, and they're like, "You're." You're really short. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm average. He's just a freak. Oh, that's not nice. You are a freak. But that's what people, when people recognize me, and they're like, they walk up to me like, oh, God. Yeah, you are that tall. That's like their <laughs> well, intro. Because and I'm like, hello. Hi. Because <laughs> both of you are super tall. So when like, you see videos of you two, you're like, oh, you're like, Sam's just maybe like 6'5", and Zach's probably average height, maybe six foot. But and then you guys get next to each other, and you're in person, you're like, oh, you guys are both super tall. That's usually half the comments on videos that we had done together is height. something about height. Sam makes Zach look like a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am not. It's very odd to me. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 damn it. Darn it. Tootin. <laughs> it's odd to me when people are taller than me because that just doesn't happen that often. No. But then when somebody is way taller than me, it's, it's much more awkward. It is alarming. And it, that, it is. I get it. I get, like, if I walk through, because there, uh, there's, there's this Will Ferrell movie. It's Will Ferrell and, like, Vince Vaughn. And Vince Vaughn is selling, like, mattresses. I don't remember. If, I'm trying to remember which movie that is. Not old school, but anyways, doesn't matter. Somebody will figure it out. Uh, where Will Ferrell has a line where he goes, he goes, God, you're such a freak. You're like, there's handsome tall. I'm handsome tall. You're the kind of tall that people will stop eating at a restaurant to stare at you. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I connect with that. Because if I walk through an air, the airports where my wife gets really weirded out, because I'll walk through an airport and there'll be like 60 people sitting in a Chili's and they all stop eating and they're all just like, whoa. <laughs> they just watch me the whole time with bug eyes walking by. Have you ever met someone taller than you? Yeah, and that's I do the same thing. That's not, so I get it. be very strange, right? <laughs> if I see some guy that's like 7'2", I'm, I'm looking like those people. Right. I stop eating at Chili's and I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> look at that freak. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> I forget that I look like that to most people. Yeah. Until I see somebody like that. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> the best ever is when last year for uh, Farm Fest, we went to, we stayed at Jackpot Junction in Redwood Falls. And it was me, you, and all the interns. We hop in the elevator and some old guy sneaks into the elevator and goes there and he looks up at you and goes, Jesus, you're a tall drink of water. And he's called, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get so sick of hearing that. Well, I, it doesn't actually, people, I like when people lead in to, with that. Like they want to ask me how tall I am. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. You must be so sick of this. And I'm like, well, if you think I'm that sick of it, then why are you bothering me? <laughs> yeah, what does it matter? <laughs> and I, I always tell them like, I'm not. It's just part of my everyday life. They're like yeah. you must hear this all the time. Like depends on how many people I see in a day. Even if you don't go in public, sometimes you end up talking about it in your garage. Yeah, <laughs> on a podcast that right, right. 11 or 12 people <laughs> listen to. <laughs> Tens of people. Tens of, maybe dozens. 
hey, it takes off. We were ranked for a little while. Did we get a ranking back after the Scene Spray podcast? Or yeah, no? yeah, yeah. Like we we got up in like the top forties on Apple Podcasts with a couple episodes. So, how do you even mm-hmm. find those statistics? We really struggled because there's so many weird statistics, and it depends. None of them on... are that reliable either. It's no, not. It's no. weird. Even like if you look at if I don't know what you use as a host for the podcast, but ours. It, it tracks the number of downloads. It doesn't track the number of listens. Like the right. number of listens is way, way higher than the number of downloads. Yeah. So I, when, you know, when people from Kibble that uh, have, you know, a financial stake in this podcast <laughs> go, how are we doing? And I send them that and I'm like, just, you got to know that downloads is not listens. It's just, this is the barometer for how well we're doing. Right. So I just, I don't really pay attention to the number as much as I pay attention to the angle of the arrow. Sure. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Up or down. Well, I, I know at one time Off the Husk was the number one business podcast in like Bangladesh. <laughs> that was a fun stat. I'd have to go way back into my Instagram account to figure out, like it, it, it might not have been Bangladesh, but it was the number one business yep. podcast in some country like that. And you went with, see, it's really hard to categorize. Yeah, I say, we had to go with technology. I, yeah, we went with technology. Oh. Yeah. It was, I mean, I was like, I could go with comedy, but are we that funny? I don't know. Oh, you think you are. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Nobody laughs harder at their jokes than I do. That's just my dad energy coming That's out. That's also yeah. a good barometer, though, of what's really funny. Yeah, if I make myself laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well. Now, if I make mm. my wife laugh, geez, I might want to put that in my stand-up routine. <laughs> yeah, something funny happened. <laughs> She's the toughest critic I got. She's tired of all of my jokes. <laughs> almost, Weird. Almost every story I start at this point, she's like, you've told this story like six times. But she goes, the one thing I will tell you is that you tell it the same every time. So you're consistent. <laughs> yeah. Consistency is key. I had that a couple times last weekend. My wife pointed that out when I started a story. And she's like, you tell this all the time. I'm like, yeah, but they haven't heard it yet. And it's hilarious. So There's 15 people here. It. One of them hasn't heard it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to do the whole thing. Um, but speaking of that, like for you walking around in public, it's so for you walking around at a farm show, it's probably way different than you walking around in public. Like if you started walking around Apple Valley right now, I bet you could, you could go for an hour or two and people might not recognize you or am I, maybe I'm way off. No, nobody would stop me walking around here. Yeah. No. But if you go to, if you go to a farm show, you can't move. Right. That's kind of the difference. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it is, it is. I mean, I don't like, I don't really worry about it anywhere other than farm shows, settings like that. Really. Walking the bar downtown. Yeah. 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 And like, well, and like if you went to a bar and wherever you go to a bar around there, Lowry has a bar, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you go into the bar in Lowry, they all know you. So it's not like. Yeah. They knew you before. They're just annoyed by it. Yeah. They knew, (laughs) they knew me before. Now they're just annoyed by by it all. Speaking of, yeah. uh, The, I've always surprised at how annoyed, I don't hear it as much anymore. I used to hear it a lot more four or five years ago when I first met you. Uh, People getting annoyed by your fame and the the attention that you get from like manufacturers like John Deere or whatever all sorts of companies and it's not even that it's like you know guy whatever my dad was just telling me that he's like I hear Zach all the time on Linder Farm Network uh <laughs> selling lights I'm like oh okay cool <laughs> yeah I hear that one a lot now I'd, I'd never done like an actual radio ad and that one gets played on Linder all the time so yeah. I hear about that a lot now from probably from guys that are not watching YouTube and they hear me on there fair yeah. Yeah. So Which kind of goes to show you that Linder has a pretty broad reach too. Cause I, I yeah. do hear a lot about that. A little different demographic probably. Yeah. 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 Right. Oh, I don't know why this blew my mind this weekend. Uh, so you remember when Netflix was like, you go to the grocery store, or go whatever. And you actually physically got the DVD out of the kiosk thing. That wasn't Netflix, was it? That yeah. was, uh, that was Redbox. 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 Yeah. But I thought Netflix did that too for a while. They'd send them in the mail. Be, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. I was talking about that to this guy Apparently who was not 16. Well. No, she was 16 <laughs> at the golf tournament I was at. She had no idea no. that that was a thing. And I was like, that makes me feel old, and I'm not even that much older than her. Do you remember Blockbuster? Oh, absolutely. There was one in yeah. Elbert Lee we went to every Friday night. Go find your video. Like a new, a new movie comes out, 0% chance there's going to be one on the shelf. Mm-hmm. So then you're just waiting for the one to drop through the slot. <laughs> Snag it. You're trying to watch the ones that come in the slot. <laughs> Was that Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> it might, might be one back there. Could you check to see which one that is? Dibs. 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 Can I dibs no. that? Yeah, it was horrible. We started talking about um, stuff that you get for 
being a millennial farmer, the attention from manufacturers, people that want you to, to tout their product or whatever like that. Yeah. And when we first, when I first did a couple of videos with you, uh, and people started to realize who I was every time I'd go to the Glenwood store, whether it was when I was going out to visit you or not, I was there a lot more than the times I visited you. Uh, some, some guy would walk in and go, Oh, guess Zach's getting some more free stuff. And then they'd say stuff like, well, if I start my YouTube channel that I can farm for free. <laughs> and those would, those would piss me off so much. Cause it's like, you have no idea right. how much work that is. Right. And, and, and the fact that they do have every opportunity to start their own YouTube channel. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Go do it. Yeah. Yep. Nobody's stopping them. Or I'd go out and ride with a customer, you know, and they'd say like, I mean, I could just, if I just started a YouTube and then I could do so, you know, get stuff like Zach does. I'm like, I mean, go right ahead. Yeah. Try. Why don't, let's see. I'll just, let's do this. Why don't you go get 500,000 subscribers on YouTube and then I'll bring stuff out to you all the time. But my whole bit with you was to not force it like yeah. with the tillage stuff. And I bring tillage stuff out there. Nothing I ever brought you except the strip till bar. Oh, we got to talk about the strip till bar. <laughs> you want to talk the cart. about that? The I didn't even put it in my notes. I had <laughs> blocked it out of my mind. Um, pretty much everything but the strip till bar was, and you bought the strip till bar. So yeah. it's not like I gave <laughs> yeah, it to you. Paid, you paid it for it. But um, other than that, it was all stuff that Midwest Machinery had available for demo. I didn't bring you anything like special. Like it was just like anybody could demo it. Right. Like if somebody's like, well, I guess I wish I could run that VT for free. I'm like, I had it out there for a day. Now it's sitting in Glenwood. There's not a tractor hooked up to it. We could bring it out to anybody. Right. But so it, was, it tried to be a little more organic and I didn't want to like force you to say anything about it. You know, it was just like run it and see what you think. And hopefully mm -hmm. it's good. If it's not good, then so be it. So be it. That's, that's what, that's the risk you take when you bring something out. Right. Right. So. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, you're exactly right. There's a lot of people that would assume whatever they're going to assume, but, and honestly, like a lot of the stuff you brought out, it was that demo for one day thing right you bring it out we demo it for a day i do some video on it and it goes back like maybe we did a hundred acres with it yep. it's not like i'm getting rich off of using a vt tool for a day <laughs> you know and half the time we'd unhook one of our tractors to hook up to it or go get it or whatever yep, and, and a lot of times the demos now i mean i've started telling any demo manufacturer just about any that wants to do something with me is i've got to have it for the whole season if it's coming in the spring or the fall, I've got to have it the whole season or else it's like a day of setup and pain in the ass stuff yeah. to get it going just to use it for a day and then get rid of it again and hook up whatever we have. Right. So it's the demos really, honestly, they're more for content than they are for anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's a, there's a give and a take there and I can see why some people would get upset about it. But like you say, if they're making comments about all they'd have to do is start their own YouTube channel. Yeah. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Nobody's stopping you. Yeah. Um, and I'm not taking anything from them. I did have a comment online uh, that was complaining about the prices of John Deere equipment. Always. And they were figuring <laughs> that a lot of it was because they had given me so much free machinery that they were having to make up for it by oh, pricing it into everyone everybody else's Everybody else is in North America. Oh, oh yeah. Makes sense. That's 100% true. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, your, what's the biggest cons of being the millennial farmer? I would say... Um, the is it biggest, family? Is it family? Yeah, like having your family always out there for everybody. Your family, your farm. Yeah, I no, I mean that hasn't. That's not that big of a hassle anymore. It used to be kind of an issue. We'd have people stopping by the yard, and just like random strangers coming uh -huh. into the yard, and we. we for, and that's not cool. No, no, <laughs> no, don't do that. You know, don't. Most of them were nice people, and and it was. It was all fine, but it's difficult when you're trying to get work done. You can't exactly just stop and talk to somebody for an hour. So that was a little bit difficult. But then we had a couple that got real weird. And, and then we just said, yeah, that we can't have that. So we put a sign on the driveway. And the sign is polite, but also to the point. So I figure now if, if, if I don't know who you are and you're just coming up the driveway to talk or whatever, then, then I've already asked you once with the sign. If I'm in a hurry, I, I think I then I have the right to be a little bit rude if I have to be. I, I think every time I pull in your driveway, I always roll my window down in case somebody sees me pulling in the driveway. Like, who's this weirdo? And I'll be like, hi, just me. Hi, it's me. It's me. <laughs> yeah, we, we had one guy that came in the yard and he, he was driving around the yard. Hadn't talked to anybody. was just driving around the yard doing his thing. Mm. And he came up to the house and talked to my wife 
who I actually wasn't home at the time, but he talked to my wife and, and asked if I was around and she told him, well, he's busy right now. We actually have to get going. Uh, so I'm, I, I'm sorry, but he can't, like, he can't come talk. We're going to have to ask you to leave. Oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. So he leaves. Three, four minutes later, he comes back in the yard, parks right up in front of the house and takes his family out of the car, like sends the kids in the backyard to go play on our playset, and then comes to the door and asks if our girls can come outside and play with his girls. And then I ordered a sign that day. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. No. You need to leave for the second time. Oh, my. <laughs> oh. I think if That's... that happened to our family, my wife would be like, and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> this is Heartbreak. over. Yeah. So I, unfortunately, I had to do that. And now, of course, the neighbors think it's hilarious because I got a sign on my driveway like that. Right? Oh, I missed a big time yeah. over here. <laughs> Only by appointment, please. Yeah, I do get a lot of that. People, like my buddies will call for an appointment. Like, <laughs> it's a good bit. You, as I would do too. Yeah. 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 Did you ever almost, I don't know what you'd say, hang the camera up for good? No, I don't have any instances like that. Um, I mean, I will at some point though. Because it, it does, I mean, I've been doing it for long enough now. I feel like I'm at that point where it's like, it's been a job for long enough. It's hard to find videos that are exciting anymore. You know, something like I'm doing today, heading down to Southern Illinois to be with Farm Rescue for their 1,000th deal. This is going to be fun. It's something different. But I have a lot of days around the farm where I just want to work on the farm. Yeah. I don't want to worry about the camera. But, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm still doing it. We're still, we're still enjoying it. And I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah. And you always got to throw out a yearly like, and I'm done. I'm done. Far, I'm done with the YouTube. And then everybody gets all jacked. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Just kidding. What are we going to do? <laughs> you just, you just got to test it out and see what's going to happen if I actually did this. Oh, God. Okay. People are going to be really upset. All right. People will freak out. And then within three days, they'll completely forget about me. What's the, uh, what's the funniest thing that uh, somebody's wanted you to promote and you almost like, has there been, is there, is there anything, because I know how your mind works a little bit. Has there been anything that was so ridiculous you're like, we should do it <laughs> just for the <laughs> just bit? Just um, like, because. Well, like, has Big League Chew approached you and been like. <laughs> that would be awesome. That you're would just be awesome. Always on camera with a big wad of gum and you're just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, today. <laughs> uh, my, my first sponsored thing i'll call it sponsored thing when when i started getting some views you start getting emails of people wanting you to 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 promote stuff yeah and the first one i agreed to was this like chinese mouse trap thing <laughs> where you put a little bit of bait on the bottom of the trap and then they they crawl up in this tube and there's a hammer that swings oh like <laughs> knocks them out and then it just piles up the dead mice oh that is that is metal yeah they sent me they sent me a link to watch on youtube and it was just piling up the mice and i'm like this would be awesome yeah. if this works we need like a hundred of these and i i got it and i never got a mouse with the thing so i never talked about it it's just in my basement now and there's there's been no mice in it for five years but that was that's probably like the dumbest one you get a lot of like i i i get a lot of them that i ignore Chinese lights for some reason. Every Chinese lighting company wants to outfit my four-wheeler and pickup truck with their lights. And I've never done one, but it's just yeah. like, that's an email every day that I get. <laughs> every day. Do you want your truck to look like the surface of the sun as you're driving down the road? Because <laughs> we can provide super low quality, affordable lights. <laughs> your truck may start on fire, but that won't be our problem. Minor, you're going to sign details. a waiver. That was a thing on TikTok for a while too. What? Putting something in the diesel field. Did you guys not see that? Mm -mm. Well, there's, I probably scrolled through TikTok one night later and I saw probably 15, 20 videos of trucks on fire. And they're like, they're putting something in the diesel field. And I was like, no, because you have rock lights and LEDs and then pods and <laughs> LED light bars and everything. And you wired it yourself with speaker wire. It's going to start on fire. About six butt connectors in there, a couple oh, yeah. scotch locks. Harbor Freight <laughs> special. She'll be good. Love it. This is cool. I had uh, my pickup when I was when I was a teenager. I wired lights underneath the dash. Oh yeah, everybody I did. did. Yep. Flip the switch on. It had red lights on the dash. I really, did that too. Really looked awesome with the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> really set it off. It really, really tied the whole truck together. It did. So we got to talk about the strip tail bar. Okay. Now that we'll now get through that, it. Well, yes. So I got a lot of crap for that. It was always like, well, Sam, what did you do, you dummy? But 
that's not even the part of the story that I find most interesting because this was back in, geez, I think it was the time that we came to your place and you were doing a podcast and we were just in town for the Minnesota regional tillage Hill training. training. You, you think that's where this started? Yeah, that's because I think you asked me, does John Deere have a strip till bar? Because you had been to a strip till deal and they didn't have a John Deere bar there. And you're like, do you, do you guys have a strip till bar? I said, yeah, we got a strip till bar. You know, do you think, you know, I could try it out? And he goes, and you go like, you know, don't bend over backwards to get it out here or anything. But if you got one, you know, I'd like to try it, I guess. I and do remember being very specific about that. Yeah, you don't, definitely. Don't make this too big of a deal. But if there's one in the area, I wouldn't mind trying one. Yeah, that's what you told me. <laughs> and yeah. now look where we're at. I'm glad you, you remember me. that because of the way this story goes. Yeah, because I instead of bending over backwards, I did about six backflips. <laughs> So well, you didn't tell me about that until way after. I didn't after. want to tell you about it till later. You would have felt bad. Now I don't care. Um, <laughs> but now I feel bad. No, you don't. No, no I because, do. No, because I, it didn't start out as it didn't start out as bending over backwards. It started out as well. This you've got the air cart. You've got a six run air cart. So if I could just find you a twelve row John Deere twenty five ten S, that would made up perfectly with the cart you were already using for deep band fertilizer on that chisel plow. Right. So which like, it did. So I was like, this would be pretty low-fi. I said, we could get it. We didn't have any new ones sitting around. There's not a lot of people were ordering 12 rows at all. Um, at the time, it was almost all 16 rows that were going out the door. So I found one that was pretty cheap up in North Dakota. And I thought, well, this would be perfect. It's pretty cheap in the big scale of things, you know, versus $150,000 to $200,000. This thing you can get a hold of for, you know, I'm not going to say how much it was, but, <laughs> but it was a lot less. Really cheap compared to that. Yeah. Really cheap. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, if we could just get this thing down there, it doesn't look bad. So we get this thing down. And so uh, I talked to Midwest Machinery. They were like, yeah, we'll bring it in as a used piece. And then, yeah, we can, we can have him try it. And if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't buy it, because I said it might be a high likelihood. If it works, I think he would be interested in buying it. And I think for the price, you're not going to beat it. Right. Uh, especially because you didn't need an air card or anything for it. So we ended up getting this thing down to, uh, down to Glenwood. And I go look at it when it shows up. And I was like, oh, boy. Uh, the old, uh, what do you call that? The uh, caveat emptor, the buyer beware. Uh, don't buy things just off the photos on the internet of it sitting out in the weeds. That thing must have been sitting on the weeds for 10 years. It was 10 years after they took the pictures? Probably. <laughs> it was pretty tired and busted. Shanks busted. Tires were just dry rotted and flat. Paint was all faded out. Um, so I was like, well, too late now. It's already here. <laughs> also, they took the air system off it yeah, before it came you. in. Yeah. So we had to put an air system on it. Well, John Deere, because basically people either ordered them with an air system, but they didn't. They sold the kit for a while to put one on one that already existed, but nobody bought it because you either bought one with it or you put it on like a Monte carton, you know, fabbed it up yourself or used their kit. So they didn't have this kit available anymore. So I was like, we've already got this thing sitting here that's now worthless. You have we're to. gonna need to get this air kit so yeah so valley city where they made this thing we're just pulling parts out of dusty warehouses that were <laughs> the inventory hadn't moved in years and they're like well we have five so we got to make one more pipe and uh we got all that put on there and got it out there and i i worked on the paint so it, i didn't want to kind of a silly thing to make sure it looks nice but i didn't want to pull out like a 10 year old strip till bar i don't even think you would have minded if right. We, no, I wouldn't have cared. But I didn't want to, you know, pull something out there. It goes on YouTube that here's this sweet strip toe bar that John Deere brought out. The wheels are basically white because they're all faded out and <laughs> paint's all tired. And so I put some work into that because I can do that work. That's easy for me. Which it looked pretty nice. It did. Yeah. It still does. Probably still does. Yeah. yeah. No, I do good work. <laughs> but nobody knew that this thing, I wanted, I didn't want to trick anybody into thinking that it was brand new. Right. But it was, yeah, you it was just have good. To doll it up a little bit. Put some lipstick on that pig. Yeah. Just carve through some of that oxidation <laughs> on the paint. Cutting compound works wonders on <laughs> tired old paint. But yeah, then we got it out there. And actually, you know, we had the issue where the closing discs weren't sealing up the, you know, it wasn't making a berm necessarily. I, I, I don't, or they were too tight. They were too tight. Yeah. So they were actually, the berm was pushing out. It was like. It was getting behind the discs. It was like boiling out and, yeah. and getting the discs were cutting through it. And it wasn't keeping it contained and berming it. So we had, we had to move those. And you can, on, the, on that bar, you could adjust them in and out almost infinitely or yeah. what you wanted, which is a nice feature. It's just not easy to do. Especially if it's been sitting for 10 years. Those things were rusted, <laughs> solid. Bad. Bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. So me and Ron went out there because you had that problem. I was out and man, you call me and I could tell you, I've never heard you more pissed in my life. <laughs> and I'm, I'm out in Eastern Wisconsin looking at another tillage tool and you're calling me all pissed off and I can't keep a phone call out there. Like whenever I go to Wisconsin, I can't hold a phone call because they just keep dropping. I had to find a spot where I had one bar and then just park so I could call you back. And I was like, okay, I think this is what the problem is. So like, we'll come out there in the morning and, and get this thing figured out. But you're like, I'm just tired of screwing around with this crap. Like you were nice to me about it, but I could hear it. You can hear it in somebody's voice when that's there at a nine out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> and so we went out there in the morning and Ron and I beat all those uh, closing discs out. And then the bar itself yeah. from that point on worked great. So then I got a lot of crap for that. Right. For the whole risk system, which is fair i guess it is a system yeah. it's not just the bar but the bar part worked pretty good so i was proud of it <laughs> yeah the bar part still does awesome it is always the problem has always been the delivery of it yeah so it's somewhere in you know the 1910 and i've put tons of upgrades on the 1910 i've got a stainless meter on one of the one of the tanks and we've we've put a whole bunch of stuff a lot of time and money into it to making it better and it just i can't get it to feed consistently and it's usually in the potash side. Yep. It's like the potash just sets up in there and gets too powdery and it just doesn't want to keep feeding. Honestly, it's probably a really nice 1910 if you're planting wheat. Yeah, because, the, I mean, it is built to push seed primarily. Right. And it can double as a fertilizer cart. But then I think the challenge comes when you start running fertilizers that are, I don't know if it's dustier or like it, they're, they're stickier. They're more fine. Yeah, more fines. And it's, but you push it over a long run, which you have to do to get it from an air cart up to the bar. Right. I guess that's where yeah. we're still running into issues because you just got to have your, your fan set so yeah. precise. I don't know what, I mean, I'm not an, I shouldn't say I'm not an expert. <laughs> Probably am, but I, I'm not smart enough to know exactly what yeah. is the, is the, it feels like there's just like one thing that's, you know, holding right. it back at this point. Uh, there's nobody smart enough to figure it out that I've talked to. Apparently. I've talked to a lot of experts <laughs> and it's just not, I, I don't know what is going on, but it's like if there's, if you get this one piece of the system working just fine, it, it just give it a half a day, it'll go bad again. Or something will something else will pop up. It's just been so inconsistent. It's been frustrating. And, and, th and then the bigger part of it, I think, for us is that on our farm, you know, we've got Dad and I, and then we've got seasonal guys that help out. But I'm the only one that really knows what's going on with that thing. So I'm the only guy that can jump in there and run those computers that... There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on when you start pushing... Two or you know we've actually got it set to to apply potash, phos, and anhydrous. Yep. And I've had it running all three before, but yeah, like you say, there's a lot going on. You kind of have to know how it gets its readings too, or yeah. else it can start tricking you. You got to make sure the product's actually moving. Yeah, and you've got separate screens for like a blockage monitor plus yeah. the fertilizer side and the rate controller and then your guidance and then your machine settings mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a nice piece. I just. Wish I could get it to work consistently. Yeah, because sometimes you've said it's a nice piece of yeah. something. Mm -hmm. You cussing with me? <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as Deer came out with their new strip strip till bar and system, the ST series, that was the first comment you got on your video that oh, you made about oh it. Oh my god! You got to get this out to Zach. I saw that about a thousand and fifty yep. times. Yeah, I knew it was coming. It was funny to me. Yeah, <laughs> very funny. <laughs> I, I've mentioned it to people at Deer. I would like, I would love to try that, but I don't know if that's going to go anywhere or not. Eh, it probably will, especially after somebody hears it on this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the one, the other thing with that strip till bar, because I got the question of, especially from the deer side of things, well, why are we trying to, what are we trying to do with the 2510S? Why are you trying to get it out there? And my whole point, especially when we got into the weeds on it, was if Zach asked me to bring a strip till bar out, that means he's interested in it. And I guarantee there's 15 other manufacturers that would probably bring you one yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah. So I did everything I could to keep them guys off your, <laughs> that, that was my whole goal. I said, I don't know if I'm necessarily trying to boost our 2510 S sales here. Like, I don't think that's my goal. I just I think my goal is come. just to keep everybody else off your uh, yeah, first farm. Come, first come, first serve. Yeah. That's not, I mean, that's not bad thinking because you, you're, you're right. I mean, I've had offers from other companies and it's not that I don't think they're good companies, it's just sometimes it's 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 easiest to work with what you've got on the farm and the people you already work yeah. with, yep. right? I had you available to me. 
I had the local dealer available. I had the screens and the monitors and everything to run it. I had the air cart that would connect to it. Exactly. It just made the most sense. Yeah. We just could get the thing <laughs> dialed get in. It, it would be great. But yeah, it's uh, that, that was always kind of, that was my goal with that whole project was, and I think that's the right thing to do. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say you're right or wrong, but I think you're more right than wrong. Most of the time. I do my best. And that's what matters. The thought that counts. <laughs> it's just that your best just wasn't good enough. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> oh. Is there a laugh track? Uh, oh, hang on. Nope, no. not that one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that one's kind of fitting. There. Found it. There's the laugh there track. <laughs> They're getting louder. <laughs> I, like, I like how long those buttons would run if I just let it go. <laughs> Just make it an uncomfortably long, long. laugh track after <laughs> every lame joke. Uh, so what's your, least, what's your least favorite social media? Snapchat. Oh, I'm with you. I, I, I don't, don't get it. I haven't been on it in three or four years, but I have like three Snapchat accounts. But I just, I don't, I'm with you. I don't get it. And then it just got too busy. Like people just, found out I had it and it was like every 10 seconds there's another... And I didn't know if I was talking to just my friends or the whole Snapchat world or like, I, I didn't get it. I couldn't follow it. I just think it's, there's probably an easy way to do it. And I'm just crusty at this point, but <laughs> yeah. I just hate when you make a Snapchat and then it's like, you got to go through and select all the people to send it to. And it's like, ah, it's just, it's a lot of work. And then yeah. somebody sends you something that's funny and you're like, well, now it's gone. Or I make a Snapchat that I think is hilarious, and then it's just gone. Well, and only the people yeah, I send it to say, see it. You guys, I'm like, I might as well just, it's a lot easier for me to just take a video that I think is funny and just chuck it on my Instagram story. Right. So I essentially use Instagram story like it would be Snapchat. And then anybody who wants to see it, they can see it. Right. And then my mom's like, what happened to your funny video from yesterday? I was trying to show your dad, and now I can't find it. Oh, Barb. <laughs> Barb doesn't get it. Do your parents actually talk with that accent? Because you've always done that accent when you talk about your parents, but I've never met them to know how accurate it is. Uh, it's hilarious either way. It's probably not that aggressive, but <laughs> you definitely can tell they're from Minnesota. Yeah. I, was, give, them, I give them so much crap because they always say, I seen it. I yep. seen Johnson's drive by earlier. wonder <laughs> what they were in such a hurry to do. <laughs> I'm like, ah, seen. You saw? You saw, you seen saw them. That one does drive me up a wall too. My, my son, Onyx, for a long time was using scene improperly like that, and it just drove me up a wall. <laughs> you mean you saw. You saw it. <laughs> you didn't seen it. And my dad's kind of the one that likes to needle me on it because he'll say it on purpose. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I seen the pontoon go by, and then I look at him, and he goes, I seen it. I seed it. <laughs> what am I supposed but to say? I you're can't, the, you, you, know. can't, you can't throw shade. You're the same way. I know. How do you say mittens? Mittens? Yeah, exactly. Mittens. <laughs> wash. Sounds like it has two Ds. Wash. Oh, I, I always say wash. I hate that. <laughs> Just, well, that's why I use yeah, it. I know. Yeah. And, that's... and battery. Oh, oh, yeah. Actually, how, uh, how confused was Onyx when I was flying the drone around his tractor he, when he was doing tillage? He, uh, he, I think he, it was on the radio he called, Hey, uh, Dad... Do you know why there's a drone following me around out here? <laughs> you go, no idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to down. tell you. Sam's out there with the drone. Do you have your 22? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those deals where I think I, I probably, I don't know if I told you or not, but I certainly had intentions of calling Onyx and letting him know there's going to be a drone flying around. <laughs> and I told you not to. Did, yeah, yeah, but I think, but that was more of a joke. Like, obviously, yeah. I'm going to call him and let him know. And then I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Which happens a lot. I get distracted. There are squirrels. A lot of squirrels in my life. Yeah, because I, I left, I made like a TikTok video of it. And uh, the first clip is of him. I think he saw me for the first time. You can just see his head go. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It is, uh, it, it could, I could see how that would definitely grab your attention when you're not expecting a drone and it slowly sweeps by in front of the tractor. <laughs> So are you, are you going to come to Farm Fest this year? Or you, should yeah. I not say that? No, I, I will be at Farm Fest on the third and final day. Okay. Are I you, don't believe I can make the first and second day again. You're just going to show up and be in disguise? or are you? Uh, there are potentially two booths that I'll be in, but neither one is locked up yet, so I probably won't say. But, uh, but you can come to ours and play Clinko again. Yeah. I, no, I'll try and One get over there. I probably will commit to 
those two booths, but it'll be for like a scheduled time like you talked about. So then, yeah, I'll try to get down to Kibble and win some glass cleaner. <laughs> so so last year, yeah, this is, this is probably a good one to end on. So last year at Farm Fest, right, you showed up with your whole family. So you had the three kids. You had Onyx and Rhiannon and Isla. Yep. And your wife. Oh, you're uh, good. The whole family was my there. my kids' names. That's, well, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I've been doing this a while, Zach. Is it on your iPad there? I, yeah, <laughs> I should sure. make note of that. It was Ray. Can not spell that right? Uh, but they're there, and then you guys, and just like everybody else, put your, your kids put their name into the hat, and we would draw, I think it was five or six people to yeah. do Plinko. And I think I drew both your kids that put their names in the hat. Yeah. I think Isla and, was it Onyx? Yeah, I think, I I think yeah. Onyx did it too. It seemed very set up. Yeah, it did. It felt, I was like, how is this even possible? Because I didn't, I didn't rig it at all. And then they both went up there and they both won. And we had, we were starting to run out of like. Good prizes. Yeah, like the, the prizes that you could win. The nice hats and everything. So I don't know whose call it was to bring the glass cleaner. I know. Up. I had it in my pickup. Oh, you had it I had a case of you. glass cleaner because we were cleaning everything up, all the equipment up for the show. And I was like, I got like four bottles left to throw it on the table for prizes. And so then it became a bit. We were just joking. Every time a kid would win at Plink or Clinko, Come which on, is, which is our very non-derivative <laughs> form of a uh, Price is Right game. Yeah. Um, but. Every time a kid would win, we would always joke, oh, you should probably grab that glass cleaner for dad. And then they'd always take like a toy tractor or whatever. Both your kids took glass cleaner and it was very unironic. <laughs> it wasn't even a bit. I don't think you're like, no. oh, I know how much that glass cleaner costs. So you better grab it. It's best bang for your buck. For yep, it is. <laughs> I was very happy about it. <laughs> you taught him well. Yeah, I have. Well, uh, thanks Zach for joining us on the podcast. Um, for those of you who have made it this far in the podcast, which at this point is probably going to be two. Um, Thank you to both of you. Oh, Appreciate uh, it. Nobody ever thanks us. No, not you guys. No. Two listeners. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, no. Your ego got in the way there. I knew what you meant. <laughs> Take it I'm, easy, Sam. I'm stupid. <laughs> but if you made it this far in the podcast, for those two of you that did, uh, we'd appreciate it if you subscribe, left us a review. Please um, leave us five stars. Yeah, Sam wants five stars, please. And if you want to follow us at Kibble Equipment on all the social medias, or you can follow me at KibbleManSam uh, on TikTok and Instagram, uh, or at Millennial Farmer on, you know, all the social. If you don't all follow Millennial medias. Farmer at this point, uh, I'm not even sure what you're doing you here. You probably live under a rock. More or if you like pictures of a guy a giving quip. you seductive okay. looks while holding his goose calls, you can follow the other Kibble Sam. Yeah, and now I changed, I changed my <laughs> handle on TikTok, too, to the other, the other Kibble Sam. So He's a great there follow. You, you do seductive goose call photos? I, yes. Maybe. Oh, every once in a while. I have often considered that. Well, <laughs> it's pretty lucrative business. <laughs> well, uh, see you later. Seductive. <laughs> 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 <laughs>